This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 150 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to the show. We can't thank you guys enough for joining us. If you're jumping in on tonight's live stream, we are live broadcasting this episode or live recording this episode um, as we stream to Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, aka Twitter. I always forget about Periscope, but it's there. I, I think I've damaged the camera because I'm like blurry. I don't think you've damaged the camera. Are you we sure? are currently chewing. Sure? I'm positive we're currently chewing away on video in the background. All right, then we have things going on. And then you also have our our dogs chiming in in the background. The dogs so. are chiming in the background as well. Danny likes to be vocal and let us know what she's thinking about. Welcome. <laughs> we're glad that you guys could join us, everybody. Yes, anybody that's in. The chat, who has joined in, drop in a comment, say hello. Yeah, regardless of which platform you might be watching on, if it you're watching not, at all. It does not matter. And we have kind of a, 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 a I don't want to say a reminiscent show, but we are doing a show tonight that is letting us do not only look forward to an upcoming race, but we're also going to be looking back a little bit at one of our favorite races to do. And if you've caught the title of this episode in the live stream or in your podcatcher as you're looking at what you've downloaded, we're going to be talking about the Donna Half Marathon or Donna Marathon weekend. Which also includes a half marathon, which we've normally run. So well, that's where you're thinking about that. Yeah, we don't normally run the I'm marathon. Saying. That's a little much for us. Yeah. <laughs> We tried twice, we, not the Donna itself. No, but we have we've tried. We have tried to run the marathon distance, not once, not, not twice, twice, but three times, and we have been thwarted by the universe. Somehow, some way, I feel like eventually you're going to give in and you're going to run one with me. I don't know if that's true. I've got a pretty good idea. Why? What? You think the answer is no? When you nail down another celebrity chef to to run the marathon with, like Art Smith. Are you kidding? I am not. Okay. I I, See, there uh, there are a couple of bucket lists in this relationship. She's got one. I've got one. What is your bucket list item that I don't know about? Right. The more important one for the purposes of this conversation is what's the one bucket list item we don't share? The marathon. The marathon. I know. But you said you would do it. I did. I said I would run this year's Disney marathon with you and Art Smith. We're having a whole debate now. (laughs) Yes. But it was only because Art Smith said he would? Yes. 
but you wouldn't run it at the Donna. Come on now. Think about it. Maybe. I just, don't know. Just. Uh, I can get a whole lot of personal fulfillment out of running the half at the Donna. I'm just saying. I know. But wouldn't you want to run that distance at that special weekend that we will do every year no matter what? No. No. We trained, you know, okay, the year, the year that we trained fine. for the for the Disney Marathon, the first year we trained for the Disney Marathon, we got up to 25 miles in our training runs. Here we go. And I can honestly tell you Here we go. that I have never in in my off days during a training cycle been more sore. I know. Than I, I don't was. think we did it right. I don't think we did it right. We were not we did not we were were we e-coaching with Jeff at that time? Or yes. No? Absolutely. We were? Yes. Okay. It wasn't that we weren't doing it right. It's that we were running 25 miles. And that was before we went plant-based and before we lost the weight. Yes. It was a lot more to carry. So... You can sell it however you want. I cannot wait to be your cheer squad. Okay, whatever. At Chicago. All right, you're just not going to... We'll see. It You're might not going to do it. I, it. I got it. I it got might it. happen. I got, okay. I, I, Whatever. I, I wouldn't hold my breath. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. But no, on this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Donna Marathon weekend. Let me over here with my beer. It has gone Being virtual. Upset. And this is a, a, a race that is near and dear to our heart because it... Yes. <laughs> looking at some of the comments that are dropping in <laughs> Jessica's now. in the chat. Feel the burn. Feel the victory. <laughs> I, I, I don't know See, if that's what victory feels like. You can have it. Well, she's coming off a great weekend, a personal best or a PR in the 5K mm -hmm. at the Tour de Cape. And she's coming off of a 30-mile bike ride also at the Tour de Cape back-to-back. -back. Yeah. Yeah. And she was sporting runny drink podcast swag that supports the Donna Foundation. Yes. Yeah. That is phenomenal it was stylish and i'm willing to bet might have had something to do with your amazing performance in here that we bike go ride. here we go he's gonna he's I, gonna say as go I, ahead i'm just saying really? the runny drink podcast scientists <clears throat> have told us that uh -huh. in their research they have figured that runny drink podcast shirts make you run and cycle at least we have so many 12 scientists. to 17 percent faster we have normal. so many scientists on our staff on our humongous staff <laughs> in the podcast hours yeah right here but what Debo, we, welcome to the chat jessica is being so supportive let me tell you she is she's you totally got this data you could do it she's trying to convince you oh. virtually uh -huh. to run the marathon yeah that's gang, all i'm saying you're ganging up on yeah me. I'm, yeah I'm trying. <laughs> Listen, I use what I have. I appreciate it. I use what I you. can. So we this race is very near and dear to our hearts because the Donna Marathon Weekend is a race that supports families that are battling breast cancer. And Yes. They it, have a loved one. They have a family member going through it. It affects the entire family. Yeah. So, and this year, the Donna... The, actually, the Donna made a very early decision to make the 2021 race uh, go virtual because of the very unique set of circumstances surrounding that race. Yes. It is not uncommon when you go to run the, run the Donna up in Jacksonville, 
you're on the course and you're running that race with breast cancer survivors. You're running that race with people running in memoriam of people they may have lost to breast cancer. You're also running that race with people who are currently undergoing treatment very often. They made, they made a, a early decision to take this virtual because they didn't want to take any chances with people who might be immunocompromised. And we totally understand that. And it was a hard decision. But in doing so, the race organizers have pivoted the race to something different, unique, and giving participants the opportunity to do something really cool and you can actually do these distances that they're offering over a period of many days 28 yeah there's they do you can do it as long as you register by valentine's day because that is when registration ends you have if you're not submitting results for time you have until the end of March to sub- to complete your distance. Right. So, yes and yes. I, I think that's just a phenomenal option. I'm just saying. And the distances. So See, we could do. Now this might be the way to do a marathon. Okay, the distances are starting as low as zero miles, and yes, you heard me. Zero, Zero miles. miles. Yes. Yes. For yes. the for those of you who are out there that like watching and listening to us because of the food and drink offerings, and we've got several who've contacted us. are like, I don't know about the running part, but I love the food and drink you guys talk about. That, that is true. We have the race right, event for you. You can do tremendous good by supporting the <laughs> Donna Foundation. Yes. You get a cool car magnet that you can put on the back of your car. Zero. You know, those, those that, that show off the race distances you've done. You can show off zero, zero miles. Zero. Zero point zero, zero miles. Yeah. Yes. And you get to be part of our team. And we're going to talk about that. That's uh, true. In, in a little bit. And yeah. you join in regardless of the distance that you might want to run. Yeah. You can also go. <laughs> with a 5k yes a half marathon true the full marathon yes and for those of you that look at the mar- full marathon and just go chump change amateur hour chump change or, or are just not impressed by the marathon distance you can do uh-huh. an ultra uh-huh virtually uh-huh Better yet, you can do the ultra virtually over that period of 28 days. Yeah, you could spread it out. You can spread the whole thing out. Yeah. There are some people like Fun Size Jen, who sometimes pops in on our live chats Mm -hmm. and our coffee chats and Instagram. And she did a a marathon over the span of 13 hours, I think, two miles an hour. Mm -hmm. That might be the way to go for you. Yeah, if you're wanting to do that, if you're wanting to get that distance in, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the point is the Donna Marathon Weekend 2021 has a distance for everybody, has just a 
way to support that fantastic organization that is the Donna Foundation Mm -hmm. in many ways. Join our team. We also have, if you don't want to join the team even for 0.0 miles, you and get that cool car magnet, (laughs) you can also visit our store hosted by Pure Creative Apparel. And we have fabulous shirts like these. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. This Got particular it. one Got has it. my mom's name on the sleeve. Yeah. this I'm sporting the black one. But if you looked at our social media on over the weekend and on Monday prior to this show dropping, then you saw Jessica in some runny drink podcast swag that's sporting the breast cancer ribbon and what we would normally make from those purchases that you normally do to support our show that will go to the Donna foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That is going to this amazing organization that's helping these families. So all of that said, here is our interview with Amanda Napolitano the executive director of the Donna Foundation. I'm wearing one of my favorite shirts. And you know why it's one of my favorite shirts. We have been to the Donna Marathon weekend, not once, not twice, but three times. Yes. Three times. And we have been so excited and so moved at that weekend in Jacksonville. We featured it on our podcast Many times. And we've even talked about it on other podcasts, saying that it is an experience you should have. Yes, yes. And today, to talk about the virtual experience you should have, we are excited and proud to welcome to our show, Executive Director of the Donna Foundation and Boston Qualifier, Uh Amanda Napolitano. Welcome to our show. Oh, thank you for having me to your show. It's wonderful to see your faces Normally, we would be seeing each other's faces over a hot coffee tonight. We're having it over a cold beverage. Yes, we are. Um, We normally see you on the Friday morning of the Donna Marathon weekend at Southern Grounds over some hot coffee. And and just we do the social shakeout run on Friday. And you know, that's the best secret. One of the best secrets of the weekend, isn't it? It's like yes. we, we put it in the in the schedule of events. We tell everybody about it. We love it's it. The coolest thing. You are literally doing a three mile run with about what? Maybe 20 people. It's not too many. I mean, it's so nice many. and easy. It's super intimate. And you're like running and going, oh, hey, Jim Benoit Samuelson. Oh, yeah. well, hi, Jeff Galloway. My name's where else do you go where you just can just run a beach street with like super famous people in our world. Olympic royalty. Yes, and Olympic to, royalty. And like literally get to know them. Yes. Yeah. Take pictures with them, live yeah. out the dream of being on the course with them and kicking off such a meaningful weekend for yeah, everyone. It's, that's one of my favorite events, mainly because I get to actually do it. But but it really does personify who we are as a yeah. family. We really do get to know you guys and, you and everybody that come and we're family. Yeah, we can't tell you how many valuable connections we've made at that race that starts off the weekend, the social shakeout run, because we we met that fantastic group, the Bouncy Hunters. Yes, Andy Sharp. Andy Sharp, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who, Dr. Sharp. 
She's she's one of the most inspiring people we know. Oh. And she literally, from the minute we met her, just took us in as friends. I think the first day we knew her, she's like, yeah, come on over to the house. And yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll be on your show. Let's Oh, Yeah. Let me just talk about my experience. And, and it all started from the social shakeout run mm-hmm. and the T-shirts they were wearing. Yeah. And you just never know. There have been so many connections tied to the Donna Marathon weekend that before we talk about the Donna Marathon weekend, can I just ask, take a little bit of flashback and ask you, the Donna Foundation was created by the chief eternal optimist, Mm -hmm. Donna Deegan. Tell us a little bit about that foundation and how it got started in 2003. You bet. I don't know if some of your shows are archived where people yes. can go back and listen to your conversation with Donna. Uh, she certainly shares her story beautifully. But Donna is a three-time breast cancer survivor, triple negative breast cancer survivor, and was the anchor of our local news for many years and experienced her breast cancer in front of this community. And so when she was diagnosed for the second time, after she had really played out her first diagnosis and treatment and the hair falling out and the whole thing in front of the whole community with the cameras following her and everything. In the second diagnosis, she was really hesitant to go through that again in front of the whole community and instead started an online blog. And back before there were such things as as blogs. But anyway, (laughs) she began to hear from people all over the community of we're supporting you, we're praying for you, but this is my situation. I have breast cancer too, and I'm having to choose between whether or not I can have my treatment or go to the grocery store. Literally, if I go to treatment, then I'm not going to make rent this month. And Donna, in the position that she was in, the wonderful human being that she is, said, I have to take advantage of this megaphone that I have here and try to help these people. And so the Donna Foundation was formed in 2003 to do just that, to meet the financial critical needs of families living with breast cancer so they didn't have to make that decision. Mm -hmm. And from that point to now, we have served more than 14,000 families. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And secured over $3.5 million for those families in financial support. So we do really important work that way. And I will tell you that Mm. this year has been... I was going to say, 2020 presented unique challenges for the community. It has been overwhelming, really. Our Donna Care Line is how patients receive support from us. It is a phone number you can call, an 800 number you can call. Talk to one of our case managers. Our team will look at your financial picture as a whole and try to find as many resources as we can to secure debt relief for you. And then if you qualify, we also have grants that you can apply for and receive to help you know, pay the rent or pay utility bill, et cetera. But gosh, over the last summer months, about 78% year over year increase in call volume to that line, wow, like yeah. 97% increase in the month of November. So it's definitely seen an impact because of what we're going through as a nation. Yeah. As a world, really. Yeah. Now more than ever, we need people putting one foot in front of the other and participating in our events. Yes. Yes. You have multiple yeah. events. You have the Players 5K, mm-hmm. and that's usually in May. It has been or... in May because the Players Championship, who is our partner for that event, Just has makes been sense. in May. Yeah. Um, that tournament, that golf tournament, is now in March. 
Ah, ah, okay, okay. So we have moved the Players Donna 5K to October to align with Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then yeah. the one that we know about mm-hmm. that we have participated in for the last three years after our coach, Jeff Galloway, said, you got to get in on this because it's the one you cannot miss. It is the one that mm-hmm. everyone says you should do. It is a bucket list race. It is... You just have to even he talks about it like that, even over and above his own race weekend. (laughs) And we love them both dearly. It we have not sadly done all 14 years. We're not what we call streakers. Streakers. We're not we're Mm -hmm. not streakers, but it was it came together in 2008, did it? Yes, our inaugural year was in 2008. Mm-hmm. And what was the impetus for having a marathon? Jeff was a part of that. It all started with Chris Twiggs. You guys know Chris, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris and I were leading the local Jacksonville Galloway training program here. Mm-hmm. And we were training people to run the local marathon here. And Chris met Donna and heard her speak about the foundation. And he came back to me and said, we have to do something about this. We have to help her. And she's a runner. She's selling t-shirts at the various runs around town, run with Donna. And that's how she was raising money for her foundation was through t-shirt sales. And we thought, wouldn't it be fun to train people to run the marathon and raise money for the Donna Foundation? And so we pulled Jeff over and said, Jeff, go talk to her. <laughs> go introduce yourself to her. And uh, this was at, an, as a, at a local race expo here in Jacksonville, the, the Gate River Run Expo. And oh, yeah, and big. Jeff and Donna became fast friends immediately. And, and they both thought that was an amazing idea. And Donna was an anchor for our news station at the time and put it out to the community and said, hey, we're going to train for a marathon and raise money for the Donna Foundation. Mm -hmm. We thought success would be like 10 people show up. We we really didn't know what that was going to look like. And we had 100 people show up. We raised over $80,000 for the Donna Foundation in that first year to go run another event. And we had a lot of t-shirts. That is a (laughs) lot of t-shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So after we did that a year or so, we, Donna and Dr. Perez at Mayo Clinic and Jeff yes. Galloway sat down and, and talked about, there is not a traditional marathon for breast cancer. There are two day walks and there's five K's and, but you're mm. traditional and y'all know how much I love the marathon. It, it's, oh yeah. It's just this, oh, I just love it. It, it mirrors life, right? It, it does. And yeah. for the journey of survivorship, all of it is just, it's just so powerful. And there wasn't one. And we, I remember Donna calling Jeff and saying, do you think we could do this and be successful? And Jeff, Jeff, of course you can do this. He's supportive of just about anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's it. We launched this thing and the inaugural year in 2008 was amazingly successful. I think we had over 7,000 people come and from all 50 states and 20 some countries. Mm. And it was one of, outside of my children arriving to this earth. I'm not sure <laughs> there was a more special day for those of us that, that have watched this thing sort of birth. It was amazing. It's grown. So it was a marathon the first year you had it. We had a marathon and a half marathon. And a half marathon. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then over the years, you've had 5Ks, you've had 10Ks, you've Mm -hmm. had, you've added an ultra. We have. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had a variety of 
different distances so that anybody could get in on the magic of this weekend, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now it's become a a destination for so many. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I was going to, you said magic. And I think that leads me to ask this question Mm -hmm. is, I know what it is for me having lost my mom to stage four metastatic breast cancer in 2016, but we've seen this race become popular with the entire spectrum of runners. And we're, we really are the podcast for the everyman runner. We are the back of the Packers, the, the people who are probably never going to win. We, we love no. Andy Sharp. We're never going to be as fast as Andy Sharp. No. She always, you know, <laughs> no. she, she's a machine. The elites are great. There's a lot of people in the middle and the back and mm-hmm. We see this race appeal to everybody, regardless of their skill level. What do you think it is that has made this race so popular across the spectrum of abilities? I'm not sure that there's another race out there that is truly giving back with every step. And I I think if you find yourself paying for someone's coffee in the car behind you, it makes your day, right? Mm. All day long, you feel awesome because you think about that person that you've touched, that you've helped, that you've Mm -hmm. supported. I just think that by lining up at this event, that you're doing something that's bigger than you. Now, yes, it's a 26.2 mile beach block party and there's spectators lined up and we have a, a lot of fun. Yes, it was originated with a Jeff Galloway training organization that really appreciates those back back of Packers that puts on a 26.3 mile party at the end to Mm. to do our very best to be standing there in the finish line for the very last person. So I think all of those things are very appealing. Neptune Beach and Atlantic Beach and Ponte Vedra Beach and Jacksonville Beach. There's no worse place to be in February. (laughs) There's a lot of that magic. But I think at the end of the day, we are all about love over fear. We are all about lifting one another and Mm. celebrating survivorship. And no matter who you are, that feels awesome. Yeah. I, no matter who you are and, and this year, no matter where you I, are, I yeah. know that last year you all had to come together and make the difficult decision to say, what are we going to do with 2021 and how are we going to turn it into an experience and make the decision to take it virtual. Mm-hmm. And now you've rethemed it as everywhere together. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was tough. I think Donna's message of a love over fear was, was something that, that I personally experienced in making that decision. I, I think it was an incredibly difficult decision to make. Mm-hmm. It was one that I really didn't have a choice making, much like a, a diagnosis, right? You didn't have a choice. I went in my closet and sat in the corner and cried. I was devastated that I ha- had to make that call. But then you make the choice. Okay, I'm going to stand up. And I'm going to be grateful for what we're going to be able to do. And we're going to focus on how we deliver a Donna experience to neighborhoods all over the nation. I applaud what you did in the video, your message in the video when it first went virtual. Mm -hmm. I, that could be a a viral video because the, the emotion, the positivity, the passion, and the way you presented the reasoning, because everybody needs to be safe to come back together in 2022. Yep. Was just so well made and so well put and you delivered it so well. How was it received? You know what? Beautifully. Oh, truly. I think I was surprised at how many people thanked me for making the decision early for not trying to, let's just wait it out and see. 
And so I, I think people were very appreciative that we had a plan that, okay, yeah. this is the plan and this is what we're going to do. I will tell you that our partners have been so supportive. Our sponsors, yeah. our partners, they have been incredibly supportive. I, we clearly can't do this without them. Right. And again, thanking us for the decision, appreciating and respecting the decision. And uh, yeah, it was really well received. Yeah. Bye. We're all disappointed, right? Of course. Naturally. But naturally. Yeah. But, but it was really the only decision that, that we could make for our organization and for the people that we serve and the patients that we celebrate. Yeah. It was the only decision to make. It's the right one. And honestly, I, th- I think that when race organizers dangle a carrot out there <laughs> that they, in their heart of hearts, know is not, not going to yeah. happen. Or uh, shouldn't. Or, or shouldn't for right. the safety. Then, then I, th- I think that ultimately that creates more frustration in the potential runners and, okay. and, and participants. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I, we were just as sad as you were. Oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to be on the receiving end of your emails that week. I'm just gonna say, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I am you know. really. We appreciate that you did that, and we're sad to not be reuniting with our friends and, yes. and people up there who inspire us at this race, but. Yeah, we've had to pivot as well. We've been doing a lot more virtuals. True, and there are benefits to going virtual. Mm-hmm. Can, can you talk about some of the benefits that you see and the biggest bonuses to the Donna going virtual this year? A couple of things. One for our runners out there, and for our walkers out there, and for our I do a little bit every dayers out there. Yes, it's still a competitive event. People can race anywhere between February the 6th and February the 14th, submit a time. We're going to have overall awards. There will be a Tiffany and Company Trophy Award Mm. for the winner. We will have age group awards. All of those things are still absolutely in play. And the cool thing, if you're super competitive, is that if you go out on, let's say, February the 6th and run a 5K and you you think I didn't do well that day, wait a few days, run it again, submit a better time. Oh, but, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. There's a mulligan this year. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a do-over. You can have a do-over. <laughs> so there's that, and but then also, so many people have always wanted to earn a marathon medal or earn an ultra belt buckle or mm. and, and go those distances that that they would never go all at one time. And for our do it your way side of the plan. You can run it over time. You can set out and do a mile a day until you accumulate your 26.2 miles and earn one of those gorgeous Donna marathon medals. Yeah. So I think that really opens things up to introducing new people to running mm-hmm. to our cause. Having come from the Galloway organization 15, 20 years ago, my favorite thing in the world is to look at somebody and say, yes, you can. Mm. Say, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And so, so it's like that one more that we're going to be able to bring into the fold. Yeah. And then the other thing that's super exciting and not even at all about running, we have had on our vision board for several years, this idea of having a patient conference. There's already a medical conference that Mayo puts on for medical professionals, like a CME. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to stand up a patient conference beside it so that as these experts are talking about what's new in breast cancer therapies and, and talking about all of these really incredible subjects, what's going on with clinical trials, la, 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 la. Can we take those experts and put them in front of an audience of patients and their families and the community 
And let's have a conversation with those of us that are impacted. But you know what? That takes a lot of time and a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. But this virtual world that we're in this year, my, my very small and amazing team, right? We didn't have as much of the normal things to do with closing 26.2 miles of road. So this year we put a lot of energy, not only into our virtual experience for runners, but also standing up our very first ever patient summit. And it's called How to Be Fearless. It will be an online seminar series that will stream live on our website on the Friday and Saturday of race weekend. So on the 12th and the 13th. And it's a beautiful combination of really important topics like health equity and clinical trials Mm. and what's new in breast cancer therapies with Dr. Perez and experts at Mayo Clinic. But Mm. also Lindsay Hine has three elite athletes talking about what it's like to be an elite athlete and raise children and be a mom. Of course, Jeff Galloway is going to talk about his mental training and how to run fearlessly. So you'll have to check that out on our website. The the agenda is amazing. And we've been recording all the sessions and it's just been so much fun. Oh, that's incredible to be able to do that. Yeah. And we wouldn't have been able to do that in a traditional year. So that's the blessing in this virtual environment, the adoption Mm. of the technology. And I'm hopeful that this is something that we can continue to deliver for years to come in the same format where we're not having to invest in conference centers and <laughs> so just well, the, the more yeah. expensive way that you would yeah. traditionally yeah. host traditionally. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Providing yeah. lunches and prohibitive. Yeah. 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 And your hours of content. So your breakfast and lunches, and it was never something we wanted to charge people for. This is education. This is empowering people to learn more so that they can do more. In fact, yes. there's a session about becoming your own advocate. Mm. Which so, is so, so important. important. So What I love is the active experience app and the way you all have Mm -hmm. that set up for the virtual. So people download that on all of the things, all of the technological devices, devices, your phones and all that. And and you find the the Donna and you see the athlete's guide. You see um, how you can submit your results Mm -hmm. and things like that. But what I really love is how you've taken... There, there was the very first year we did the Donna, it still finished out at the Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. And, and there was still that huge bridge at the end. Mm-hmm. And I specifically remember Dana signing one of the big pink walls that says love, hope, all of those big pink signs that have been signed by survivors, by people who are running in memoriam at the top of that bridge mm-hmm. and how moving an experience that was. And I don't know if you can talk about how it came about that you brought that into the app, into the experience app. It was really important to us that we're not going to be the organization that just gets a registration and ships you a medal. We really do want people to continue to have that experience. It it is a part of the survivorship journey to, to really be mindful about what this race means. And Mm -hmm. so the inspiration boards were absolutely something that we wanted to emulate. So we have our tribute wall. It's presented by Cornerstone, amazing partners of ours. And it allows you to submit a photo and make a tribute. So you can run in honor of someone. You can simply say where you're running. Hey, I'm running from Massachusetts. You can talk about what inspires you. I I live out love over fear by. So it's just, Mm -hmm. it is a way to sign that wall 
and put your visual on it. And then the wall is just simply growing. So every submission we have, the wall is just getting bigger and bigger. Mm. And you may not know this because we're just starting to roll this out. Did you guys meet Curtis Loftus, the artist of all of our official marathon posters for years and years? No. No. Next year when you come, I'm going to introduce you to Curtis. But the same artist has designed and painted our our official race posters from the very beginning in 2008. And his concept this year is actually an official race poster that will come after the event. And it will be a an artist rendition of all of those tributes. So everyone needs to put their tribute in so that you can be a part of our official art for this year, because that really is what this year is all about. It's yes, we're all in a hundred different places, right? We're in a million different places, but we're all together under this one common mission to finish breast cancer. And so the art is the running ribbon, but inside the running ribbon is all of the tributes. It's so beautiful. I'm, just, I can't I'm like, I'm speechless <laughs> right now. That's amazing. What a tribute. Yeah. Oh, so, I, yes. I'm speechless over here. You well, go. I know. You go. I am. I cannot wait to see this. We have to get some uh, photo uploaded. Oh. I, I think that'll mm-hmm. be phenomenal. Yes. You said that people can tackle these distances. They've got time. They got, they can do mulligans mm-hmm. you know, because things are virtual, but you've also added a distance as I recall, that's uh, a new, is it, I, I don't remember new, it being I, last year, but I could be very I believe wrong. It's new this year for maybe people <laughs> who really don't want to run. <laughs> we did roll it out last year. You did. Oh, you did. We okay. did. All right. We did. Um, well, let's still talk about it though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but yes, it is the Donna 0.0 in, inspired by that friend that says, I only run when I'm being chased. Mm-hmm. We when have you're some trying, yeah. When you're trying to get your friend to join your team and, and to run with you or to support your efforts to fundraise for the Donna Foundation, yeah. you've got the person that just, I'm not going to run. You know what? You can not run but still support the cause, still register for Donna Marathon Weekend for the Donna 0.0. And we'll even send you a magnet to put yes. on your car that I love says it. 0.0. It's the I best. Love it. I love it. I love it. Oh. My, my neighborhood has been an amazing saving community. This whole quarantine land, we've been gathering out in the cul-de-sac and getting to know one another. And it's been beautiful. And we all ran together for the players on a 5K. Oh, and my next door neighbor, Chris, he was one of those, nope, not going to do it. So oh. it was my favorite moment to go and put the Donna 0.0 magnet on the back of his pickup truck. <laughs> you did Fantastic, it Fantastic, yes. Yep. <laughs> that is great. But that, uh, and it, I've talked him into running the 5K this year. Ooh, Excellent. See? You're getting in there. You're doing all that in Galloway mental training. And That's that, right. That oh, that Galloway that you can do it, and he has you no can. idea. Once he starts, that's yeah. going to be it. He'll, he'll yeah. be do- next thing you know, it's a half marathon. Yeah, it will be funny to see if he seriously. Yeah. Are we going to be talking about my neighbor Chris next year of completing a, ma- a half marathon? That'll be amazing. Oh my gosh, and I love and I do love. We talked about the zero zero, and you talked about it before. But I love on the website. But and by the way, we're going to link to the foundation. We're going to link to uh, the Donna Marathon website. We're going to link to all the things. All of the things. All of the things. But, yes. <laughs> but what I love is for the marathon distance and for the 110, I can't tell you how many conversations that Dana and I have had because we've never done a marathon mm-hmm. and we've been foiled twice this year. 
So it's not for lack of trying. We've tried. We registered for Chicago, got in. We tried to run Walt Disney World's marathon with Chef Art Smith. We, yeah, we've talked so many times about what do we want our first marathon to be. And I think the Donna would be an amazing one. But I love how if somebody is dreaming like that, I love how the 28-day plan is out there from the Galloway training program where you can actually make that happen and it breaks it down into sizable chunks, manageable chunks of mileage. I love, love, love that. Yeah. Chris Twiggs and Jeff Galloway put those schedules for us together, 28 days of Donna. Yeah. So it it takes the 26.2 miles and the 110 miles and gives you a plan. You could do it. Just follow the plan. And at the end of it, we'll send you a medal. So uh, before we talk about the whole name of our show is the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And before we talk about eating and drinking, is there anything else that you would like our Runcation Nation to know in terms of how to find out more or any anything else you'd like to share with them before we actually question you about the eating and drinking. <laughs> You're going to put out all of the links. I would yeah. just say that now more than ever, this organization needs the support of everyone out there. If not supporting the Donna Foundation through participating in Donna Marathon Weekend, let me just give a shout out for every race organization on the planet right now. They need all of us supporting whatever it is they're putting out there. Yeah. Because when all of this is said and done, we want to line up at our favorite races again. And Mm. unless we decide, yeah, I'll run a virtual event that may or may not happen. So just think about your favorite sport here, peeps, and keep those dreams alive and register because race organizers are really working very hard to deliver Mm. these experiences and pivot along with the rest of us. Yes. And then I think the only other thing I will say is that we do have a, a fundraising campaign going with mm-hmm. our Everywhere Together program. And we have a $100,000 matching gift opportunity. So our goal is to reach $300,000 in our fundraising efforts. And we surpassed the $100,000 m- mark on Friday. Oh, nice. And if we get to $300,000, we get a $100,000 gift match from a special donor. So go team, go. Yes. Every little bit helps. Every mm. little bit helps. Yes. Absolutely. So we're going to have links to all of that. Of course. But now that we've talked running... It's time to start talking some food and drink. And we want to not only reminisce a bit, but we also want to look ahead to the time when we get to run together in Jacksonville again. Mm -hmm. We've talked with so many who are listening to the show about doing a meetup. And so many people, we've talked about this race so much. I I think that's probably going to be our first running drink podcast meetup. It has to be. At the next next Donna race. We're very excited to do this. If we're able to cross the finish line again in 22 or beyond in Jacksonville, I want to know from you, Mm -hmm. what is your go-to post-race meal to celebrate when the confetti has stopped falling and the the race is broken down and you get the last runner across the finish line and you get that moment to, yeah, relax. (laughs) What do you go for? Oh, wow. Wow. I would say that if I'm going to go and find my family to to celebrate after the race, I'm headed into Taco Lou. Lou. Yes. Taco Lou. 
is the best taco you'll ever have. It, the owners have been huge supporters of the Donna Foundation for years. We have a Tacos for Tatas event <gasps> that we've had there. Tacos and for Tatas. Tacos for Tatas, yes. It is a wonderful place. They always do something special for the runners. So when you, when you roll through there with your medal on, you're going to get a staff, wait staff there that's woohoo. And they have one of the best tequila bars that you'll ever find. <clears throat> I think there's a word for a tequila sommelier. I, there's like a word for is it, there? I think. Oh, um, I'll have to do some research. But I don't remember what that is, but they have a legit tequila bar there. We will figure it out. Their, <laughs> sangri- their sangria Rita. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's some good stuff. That is we, some good stuff. Well, we've now got a place added to the list. Yes. Now, yes. okay, so that is in the Atlantic Beach, the Neptune Beach area. So Takalu, yeah, Takalu is in Jacksonville Beach. So mm. it's on the island. It's it's on Beach Boulevard. Mm-hmm. You'll find it. So well, we'll link with, to it. Just yes, on, on your recommendation alone, we're linking yeah. to that. Why not? Because but I, then, but then we have to go there. We have to go do research. Yes, we have to show. experience the. Margarita Sanks. Oh, okay. That's okay. Margarita. Brilliant. Yummy. Brilliant. Now, yeah, and banging shrimp. You got to have the banging shrimp is, taco. I was going to ask which tacos in particular do you recommend? The banging shrimp taco is delicious. Mm-hmm. Deb's Verde is one of my favorites. Ooh, uh, I like anything Verde just about. Uh, yes. I think sounds amazing. Yeah, they're all good. All of it. The, the great thing is that the way the menu is set up with the, all of the various tacos. Like you can, I want one of those and I'll have one of this and I'll have one of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And Mexican street corn and oh uh, yeah, it's delicious. Well, it's yummy. Yes. And if you go in there and say, to tell them that, that I sent you and ask for, for Deb and Don, those are the owners. Deb and Don. Deb and Don, we're going to be sending the Runcation Nation your way. Yes. So Runcation Nation members up in are heading to the Jacksonville area here soon. You now have a place to go and check out. But yes. Now that we've talked food. Mm-hmm. Well, she she alluded to she it. alluded to beverages also. But is the sangria rita the the post race beverage you're heading for, or is there <laughs> something specific that's maybe you have a tradition yeah. or maybe just that yeah. thing that you must have the go to? Yeah, I would say that after a run, I am definitely grabbing a, a white claw. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. We actually have a, a race team this year. Hold my white claw. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that we're all running so that, that we can finish and, and have a claw. But I but can really, tell you that my first white claw ever was, was at the Donna. Yes. Last year. Yes. They're an excellent partner. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yes. <sighs> and my second and, and my third. Yeah. Yeah. They're you they, keep going. I, now, well, don't you? No, I, no, we, no, we no. spent some time in the runner's village. We did. we did. It's a great so, runner's village. We yeah, actually, you have, you have, I think one of the oh. most fun post-race runner's village setups for any race we've ever done. And mm-hmm. whether it was having uh, a couple of years ago, we got introduced to Pose Tavern Oh, when they have their, their, mm-hmm. their food, Tent there. And it was actually was it? really inclement weather that year. It, it was, was super windy, super yeah. chilly, greeny, and they were just grilling burgers like crazy. And then Two they're years. like, oh, by the way, our, yeah. our full sit down restaurants around the corner. So not only did we have food there, we had food there. Yeah, there, <laughs> um, oh, it's delightful. But, you did know, you see Edgar Allan Poe on the wall? And they because they usually decorate him. They it's hysterical. Him. You have to see 
Poe. Yes. I think we huge some- wall. He usually has a, a metal on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we have some pictures from last year. We do. We from, do. From 2020. And, yeah. and they were very good to the us and the other yes. runners that came in mm-hmm. after the race. There's nothing like that drunken chili on nachos or a burger or whatever. No. There's no shortage of food and beverage in mm. the Beaches Town Center at our finish line. We could talk for two hours about all of the yummy places there. We could. We could. Yeah. But, but lemon bar. Gonna... Have you guys checked out lemon bar yet? Oh, no. Cool. Can you tell us more? Yeah. So the lemon bar is our beachfront bar at the seahorse. So runner's village is literally in the parking lot of seahorse. And okay. so that little Florida motel has one of the coolest beach bars on the beach side. So go around to the other side of the building and the lemon bar is there you can have a beverage and and look overlook the ocean and what a beautiful view by the way right again when you're talking about places to run the course Mm -hmm. is overwhelmingly flat but the view when you're done you're a stone's throw from the atlantic ocean yeah Yeah. it is amazing yeah and it has that finisher feel but you like in the morning it has some of the most beautiful sunrises yeah before you go out on the course Yeah. yeah Lemon bar. We're going to link to that as well. Yeah. Let people check that out. <laughs> okay. Amanda, we, we cannot thank you enough for yes. spending some time with us. Oh, Exe- it's my pleasure. Amanda is the executive director of the Donna Foundation, fellow runner, Boston, Boston qualifier, and inspiration to us. Yes. And we, we can't see, we cannot wait to, to see you run that, Boston. Me too. Me Boston too. Strong. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, we'll get there eventually. Yes. I hope. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's coming soon. It's yeah. coming soon. Yes. Uh, but, we will be together. Yeah. But thank you so much for taking time with us today on the show. Thank you so much for having me and for recognizing all of the love that we have here at Donna. We love you guys back for sure. Runcation Nation, we have a special website set up. It is runeatdrink.net slash Donna. You'll be able to click a button and join our team so that we can help raise money for the Donna Foundation. And we cannot wait to see our team numbers swell and get this much needed money in the hands of these amazing people so they can help these families who are fighting the battle against breast cancer. It was just so nice to sit and talk with her. We normally get to see her every year when we go up. And and she's so positive and just so, she was so generous with her time with us. And she just, she does it right. She and her team are incredible. Did you see Jessica in the chat saying that how the shirt was so comfy? Oh. Did you see that? I see that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And there it is. So You're, comfy. And yeah, again, makes you run faster, bike faster, according to, to the Running Drink Podcast scientists. Yes, because Amanda, she just, she talks about the genesis of the whole, the foundation, the the event itself, and everybody that came together to get that off the ground and make it so successful. And next year will be their 15th year. That's amazing. So I'm just saying, yeah, I know that you all, Some of you all are jumping in and joining us live, and we love it. We just hope that you will take also time through your favorite podcast provider 
and listen to that interview as well. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, does it lift and separate? Asking for a friend. What? <laughs> the shirt. The does shirt? It lift and separate? No. <laughs> While this is a shirt that is funding breast cancer research, it doesn't have any of those features built in. Oh, it doesn't Although, it's, doesn't have a built-in like Maybe we should explore pop. perhaps a perhaps a sports bra or something for the ladies. Oh, it doesn't it does not have a built-in sports bra that supports and all of the, it's just but it is um, a fabulous performance t-shirt material. So everyone needs one. Jessica is like the walking billboard from the weekend. And thank you, Jessica. She is providing the testimonial in the chat as we speak. But we're going to have a little bit more about that and how you can join in on the fun in a little bit. But I think that now that we've caught everybody up on the big upcoming thing to look forward to, and that race is going to be... The race registration is going to be closing on February 14th. Yeah, if you want to submit official results for the 5K, for the half, for the full, for the ultra, you have from February 6th until February 14th to submit your time through the Active Experience app on your phone. Very nice. Yes. And the Active Experience app you should check out as well. And Amanda talks about it in in her chat with us because you can actually go in there and you can upload a photo and you can tell the story about who you're running for. Yeah. And they're going to be doing something special with that. It's going to be amazing. It really is. One thing that we wanted to do was, in addition to talk about what's coming up with the with the Donna virtual, we wanted to talk a little bit about food that we have enjoyed there while we are in the Jacksonville and Jacksonville beaches area. Yes. And Jennifer is hmm. commenting. All of this is my former some, student. Some of the questions regarding the functionality of the shirt. and They don't uh, lift and separate. No, they don't. Sports bras, they just support. Good to know. That's all I'm going to say. Guys, we're gonna be we're we're gonna be behind the eight ball here. Just trust the ladies on this one. Uh huh. Okay. That's all we're saying. Just saying. <laughs> Let's see. I want we want to show off. However, we there's some fantastic food that we have been fortunate enough to get to enjoy while we are up at, at the Donna. Uh yeah. And it's just one of those that we in races that we enjoy, and just. The deliciousness that is available in the Jacksonville beaches area when it comes to the food scene. It's vast. It's surprising, too. And I don't know why I'm so surprised by it, but I just we just had no idea mm. that it was going to be this... Good. Yeah, this plentiful in that town. When we first came to do the race three years ago. So this week, instead of, and and we're still going to be bringing you healthy options and healthy recipes, but this is all about honoring the Donna, and this is our pitch and our, our persuasion to get everybody ready for, as Jessica says in the chat, 2022. Yes. When we're hoping that live races return, and to get your engine going, and introduce you to the quality of food and beverage that you can expect in the Jacksonville area. Yes. 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 So let's see. Yeah. We are going to see if we can show you. We're going to do it. Some photos. I feel that it's going to be successful. I think so. Yeah. 
So this here, uh, Amy's going to have to help narrate some of these. Well, yeah. She's got this amazing food here. Mm. I believe that this is from one of the is one of the food items from Southern Swells. This is Southern Grounds. Oh, Southern Grounds. Excuse Southern me. Grounds. Yeah, you're getting ahead getting to, ahead the, to the, the beverage Dang portion, okay. and that's okay because we know you've got the beer in front of you, so <laughs> it's fine. This is Southern Grounds. So Amanda, in her interview, she talks about the social shakeout run, which starts the the weekend off. It's not an official run. There's no medal. It is the one of the greatest things. It starts at a place called Southern Grounds, which is a coffee shop. Yes. There's a bakery, there's food, there's there are lunch items, there's there are breakfast items. What you see before you right here right now is their pancakes. And their pancakes are just fluffy, buttery goodness with traditional maple syrup. And you're yeah. It, it and they're cooked to order and they're cooked to order yeah so you go and you do this social shakeout run which is through part of the course of the donna but it's just 3.1 miles so it's like a little 5k to get your butterflies out if you are doing your first marathon like you might uh-huh anyway <laughs> yeah and you get to be up close and personal with some great people and then have great food and it's just the Southern Grounds Cafe has great coffee and great breakfast items that you can just, you sip on the coffee, you wait for these to arrive, and they are worth the wait. They really are. Yes. These are absolutely some of the fluffiest, most delicious pancakes ever. But I still tend to go for savory. savory I know that. And Which breakfast. is why I included this. Yeah. Now, yeah. when you start talking about this, it's, oh, I don't want to call it hipsterish, but. Yeah. No. <laughs> avocado toast. Well, it's I mean, like new. It didn't happen when it was not a part of our generation. It wasn't. But you this, know what is, I mean? this is one of the best things that, so. that comes from it because now I can get this amazing sourdough toast with this killer sprinkle of. Feta cheese oh, yeah. and fresh heirloom grape tomatoes and so good. microgreens and a perfectly poached egg on top. And this particular version, see it, Jenny Ann, she's, she comes in with the pancakes and then we just go on to the avocado toast and it's getting better. So you want the pancakes, but you also want the avocado toast because this, they have regular avocado toast but this is like the guacamole version so you could see the red onions in there yes and there's cilantro and you know that there's lime and the like you said the perfectly poached egg when you break into that it's just the perfectly runny egg that mixes with the different textures like the fresh snap of the tomato Oh, oh, oh. Yep. The tomatoes are nice and juicy. The egg is perfectly cooked. You, you get the runniness of the egg, but they actually kind of par cook that, that interior a little bit where mm. it's more of a gel than it is a super runny. But you still get the runny part. You do. You still get you some of the runny part. It's not totally, it's like that fabulous in between. But I love it. There's also. Nom, nom, nom. 
a no. place that we discovered. Oh, yes. We actually discovered <laughs> this spot mm-hmm. and what's pictured here when we were fortunate enough to be at the runner's village after the race. Yeah, we they had a tent at the 5K, at the official 5K. And we came out and it was just, that year it was so breezy and just windy and freezing and And yeah it was blustery weather for sure yeah yeah and this is a spot called this is pose tavern pose tavern which is you finish the donna you finish the ultra the marathon the half the 5k you we didn't even talk about the booby trap challenge that we are actually registered for but we'll talk about that a little bit more at any rate before we get to the drinks when you finish, you go into this runner's village and it's one big party by the beach. Yes. Celebrating your accomplishments. You, This is the place where you can get a beverage in the runner's village. You hear music. You see other runners. You see the award ceremony. And there is a little tent. And in that tent that we discovered, it, it said Pose Tavern, and they were doing sliders at the time. Yes. And they're like, and, and, but they had their, they were so smart because they had their menu right there. So we were like, oh, all of these burgers are themed after Edgar Allan Poe stories and poems. So the Raven, the Telltale Heart, uh, this is the Sleeper. The um, Sleeper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, the Black Cat. I believe that's this one. Which is like the blue. The one that I ordered? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, the burger, which is enormous and perfectly cooked, mm. is to- my, this one is topped with buffalo shrimp and blue cheese. And the sleeper that, oh, that Amy had, oh. that is a, I believe they're drunken chili, bacon, and cooked onions, as well as... I want to say, is that uh, pimento cheese? Oh, no. I had it backwards. Oh. My apologies on the titles. Oh, okay. So The yours sleeper is, the is yours. The sleeper was yours. I'm sorry. The sleeper has roasted garlic blue cheese. That's yours. And buffalo shrimp yeah, on ro- the burger. That thing. That, that. It's insanely good. And then the black cat was mine that you're looking at here which has the grilled onions edgar's drunken chili applewood smoked bacon and pimento cheese yeah there the drunken chili there is fantastic and their tie-in to last week's episode of course we talked about making a vegetarian chili uh-huh. and giving an option in the preparation to, if you didn't want it to be vegetarian, how you could swap out the cracked wheat for ground beef. Sure, like and this has. Also, if you wanted to swap out some of the water for beer. Mm. And that is what they do. And yeah. they, they do it to the point where you actually get that just amazing beer. uh, bready flavor beer. of the beer without it tasting boozy. It is just... Okay, that's all I'm saying to you. Okay. The next spot that we... This goes back to our very first uh, Donna weekend. Yes. Our very first. And this is from the Black Sheep. This is from the Black Sheep up there in Jacksonville. Um, I'm going to... You 
It's guitar shaped pasta, and I always butcher the name. Oh, it's pasta a la guitarra, and that's to, it, it, a la guitarra. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's more not so much the shape of the pasta, but the um, it, they liken it to guitar strings. That was something to do with that. So yeah, like it, it's shaped like that or made like that because they made it. They actually the pasta that we're showing in the, the feed. That the, if you go back to our early episode where we actually cover the black sheep, we do the video. This was episode twenty. And yeah. the chef is hand making these pastas, mm-hmm. and it is the most perfectly cooked plate of pasta in North Florida I think you're going to find. And this particular dish really leans pretty heavily into the sweetness of um, butternut squash or acorn squash, excuse me. I mean, and we actually had a cooking demo from the chef there. We did. And it, it, I mean, there are pine nuts in this. There's cheese, butter in the sauce. Yeah, it's a sweet, uh-huh. slightly sweet, slightly savory, creamy, just amazingly velvety sauce and over perfectly cooked pasta. Yeah, and it's um, vegetarian, but you can add porchetta. Yes. Or duck confit for a fee, an extra fee. Small upcharge. Uh-huh. And I just, it doesn't need it. I'm telling you, it doesn't need it because there's that buttery, cheesy, Perfectly cooked, al dente, homemade pasta goodness. But if you want to go next level, you can. You can. Okay. That's all I'm saying to you. And that was, okay, so that was one we covered in episode 20, and that was video. And we're going to be linking to the old episodes Mm -hmm. that we're talking about in the podcast show notes. So check those out. We'd love for you to go back and check out these video segments from way back in the day when we were a video (laughs) podcast. Primarily video yes. podcast first. And then some of them are from re- more recent years where we just broke down the dishes yeah. and talked about it. And you'll see the episode artwork. and Because um, Southern Grounds is, an, um, well, it might be video, actually, because we were getting ready to have our 100th episode. That might be video. Maybe so. Because we were doing 98, 99. It might be video or it might be broken down very well. That's what I'll say. That Because that's episode 98 to Southern Grounds. Episode 52 is video. That's Post Tavern. But we'll have links to these episodes in the show notes. So you're not going to so, miss out on anything. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's just uh, delightful. As is this place. And this is a video episode 100 at the Bearded Pig. And yes, this is some of the best barbecue you're going to find in Jacksonville, bar none. This is the um, brisket. I think the picture just speaks for itself. But for those that aren't watching the video, you have to picture the most tender, succulent brisket that will just pull right apart. Having a moment. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like a whole platter of meat celebrating just the best of barbecue meat. And Chad Muncy, he put our platter together in this episode and just took us on a perfect tour of a barbecue platter. So, so 
good. He, it really I'm was. Sorry. And not only their main meats, but also their sides. The, their sides game. I thought game that was unique. Was incredibly strong. Right? And they even offered, it was kind of interesting that they, a barbecue place that does a ton of meat every day focuses on offering at least sides that vegetarians yeah. could eat. You could, you could, you can make a really filling meal out of their sides. And I think I want to say the next slide that I have in there is a picture of the beans. Well, we're, or that's no, one of the we're rib. getting there. We're getting there. They're insanely large ribs. There, yeah. So the beans, there's coleslaw, and that's fantastic. Their pickles are just tangy and delish. House-made pickles. Yeah. They're so fresh. You can still see that same green color of the cucumber. Mm -hmm. Oh, but really, they won't tell you the recipe, but these beans are money. And they are uh, vegetarian. They're completely vegetarian. <laughs> they don't put any meat in the recipe to make the beans. They do a mixture of, of I think, three or four different kinds of beans to include yeah. uh, pinto beans, red kidney beans, lima beans, they had a, a tang and an acidity to them that I wasn't expecting. Apple cider vinegar, right? Yeah, I think. And it was just such a satisfying juxtaposition. So if you wanted to have something a little tangy to I'm telling kind of you. cut through some of the richness of the meat, oh, it was... Just do it. Perfect. If you want, yeah. And they, ha they also had greens. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And those were vegetarian as well. Weren't they? Yes. I believe they were. I believe they were. They wanted to, he, he specifically said they wanted to have a lot of side offerings for people who might be vegetarian, but, you know, didn't want, the, they maybe have a vegetarian or two in your party. They didn't want the party to not come there mm -hmm. just because it's a barbecue place right. and to have something to offer and their sides uh, like making a, a, a an entire meal out of sides is a very southern thing to do but it's very popular it's so in a lot of places. great it really to is to do it i mean it's like uh when we're at chef art smith's homecoming i do yeah the sides can be the meal and i think it's the same at the bearded pig that's all i'm gonna say I've put the photo up of the next beer that we're going to talk about. But uh, before okay. we go on to the drink portion, normally this is the time of the show where we tell you guys all about our Patreon and we thank those of you who have become patrons. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do that tonight. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Donna Marathon weekend. Yes. And our team that we have created. The Donna Marathon weekend is one we have often talked about. And it's the subject of tonight's show, in fact. It is. And we could actually, we could probably put this up on, on the feed as we talk about it, if you want. I can try. Um, it's one we've often talked about as a bucket list item. And in fact, we went on another podcast called Experiences You Should Have and talked about this. And we didn't even have to think about it. We didn't even have to talk it over when she said, what's the one race everybody should do that you've already done? And we both almost simultaneously answered Gail, who is the host mm -hmm. of Experiences You Should Have, the Donna Marathon weekend. We did. The Donna Marathon weekend. Without it's even incredible. hesitating. Yeah. So 
it's a bucket list runcation, as you have heard in our uh, food options here tonight and on the show in Amanda's very passionate interview and and in the stories that we tell as well. Yes. Um, Months ago amid the pandemic, there were so many unknowns. I think they were smart to go early and they went virtual early. Yes. And so we were, we didn't even give it a second thought. We said, we're going to register. We create a team and we want you to be a part of the fun. We want you to join our team. Yes. And we registered. Now we can talk about it. We we, <laughs> we registered for what they call the booby trap challenge, which I think Josh, our patron, would just love. Yes. It's, um, a, it's a play on words. It's a play on words because uh, the Donna Foundation supports breast cancer research and supports families and those who are fighting this disease. So you can do any of the virtual events ranging from 0.0 miles. Which a lot of people are going to like that option. Yeah. You can do a 5K. You can do a half marathon. You can do a full marathon. You can do an ultra. You can also do what we're doing, which is the booby trap challenge, which is the 5K. And the half or the booby trap challenge, the version that is the 5K and the full marathon. Right. And anywhere between the 6th of February and Valentine's Day, you can download the active uh, experience app on your phone and you can submit your results. So if you register, make sure you register at the links in our show notes and on our website before uh, Valentine's Day because that's when the registration stops. If you can't do it, like I can't do it right now, like I can't run for eight weeks right. post-surgery. So I registered for the booby trap challenge. I'm going to complete those miles before March, the end of March, the last day in March. That's the last time that you can get in there and you can submit your miles and your time. And you will get your medals. You will get the experience inside the app like we were talking about the um, the walls, and that's going to be in that. That's what you heard in the interview mm-hmm. that we did. The with. honor walls. Yes. Yes. Um, I just can't recommend supporting this organization enough. So we created a team. We were not as creative as the those people who talked about their white claw team. Like like Amanda was talking about the white claw team. I forget what their name is. Right. Officially now. But our team's name is the Run, Eat, Drink podcast team. You can run the distance of your own choosing at your own pace in your own time. Just register before Valentine's Day. And register at runeatdrink.net slash Donna. Runeatdrink.net slash Donna. Those are the links that take you straight to the registration pages that are tied to our team. Yeah, you're going to see the, you're going to see what, if you're in the live stream right now, you see the website. It's got the the, uh, slideshow of photos from past Donna Marathon weekends. Mm -hmm. And you've got a little description and then a couple of buttons. One button is if you have not registered yet, that's to take you straight to brand new registrations. 
or all the distances. If you've already registered, but you aren't on a team, you can just join our team. So either way, we would love to have you. We yeah. want a huge team to run and raise money for this amazing organization. Yes. So again, go to runeatdrink.net slash Donna and click on one of those buttons and join our team. Support the Donna Foundation. And we cannot thank you guys enough for supporting the Donna Foundation and... Supporting the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Exactly. I just want to make sure that I didn't uh, jump out of the show by accident. Did you? We're back. We're back. There we go. (laughs) Okay. We were just excited to show you the page on our show. Technical issue there. Let's see. Let's try this again. So we're going to show everybody the screen and we're going to share the application window so you can see the beers that we're talking about. Because now we're going to start the drinking section of our show. There we go. Now, uh, I saw Jessica ask. She wants to know what it is we're drinking while we're chatting with you. Well, since Oh, we we're, should know since we're starting the drinking portion of our show. Yes. Since we are talking about the Donna Marathon weekend, oh, you're holding it up. we That's wanted good. to drink something tonight that was appropriately celebratory and supportive of the cause. And our friends over at Barrel of Monks Brewing, which is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, make a product here called witty in pink yes and we actually found it this year over at total wine yes they had some bottles typically barrel amongst brews this in october for breast cancer awareness month and their beer is distributed at total wine abc and we just found it at total wine and we just wanted to make sure it was very uh, appropriate for this show and for uh, we may have some stowed away that will actually be post mileage celebration when I actually do the miles. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so that's what we're drinking. That is what we're drinking. Now, this is a Belgian wit beer. This comes in at, I want to say, 5% yes. ABV. Yeah. Uh, super light, very refreshing, very raspberry, which is great. And Susie Beck just jumped Welcome, in. Welcome, Susie. The chat. Hey, Susie. So let's see here. We have it's okay. got it's their Belgian. It, it is their um, Belgian wit. Belgian wit with, with raspberries. raspberries. Yes, so. actual raspberries, not so, like a raspberry syrup. Yeah, so it has a pink tint to it when you put it in a glass, and it's fantastic. Yeah. So this that we're going to be showing you here is one of the beers from one of our favorite. Uh, breweries in jacksonville that we managed to feature on the show as a video and this is intuition ale works and this particular beer is really interesting this is a beer inspired by of all things dungeons and dragons how appropriate yeah because i'm a big D &D nerd and my wife puts up with all sorts of geekery from me Intuition Ale Works does this barrel-aged imperial stout. This thing is powerful. It tops 10% ABV. I want to say it was 
And people line up for this when it launches in February. This this right is before the Donna Marathon weekend. A super seasonal release. And they do this enormous release party where in the brewery they are actually having people come in and play Dungeons and Dragons. And that brewery, brewery. is huge and it has a rooftop bar and you can see the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium from it. Yes. So it's diagonally across the street from the stadium. There's plenty of space. But that was just one of several amazing breweries that we discovered in the Jacksonville area. We <laughs> also found this little spot called <laughs> Wicked Barley Brewing. Yes, it's actually right around the corner from the hotel where we stay all the time. Yes. When we go up to the Donna, uh, we stay at an embassy suites on Bay Meadows Road. And this right place is like half skip and a jump, five minutes away, very short Uber ride. So lucky. They are actually on the water, so they can have people boat, come up by boat. Yes. And they actually also, have their, their dock leads right up to the back of the brewery. Yeah. Or the, yeah, one well, one side of the brewery. and It's beautiful at night. Right beautiful yeah. at night. It, they've got an amazing space. Mm -hmm. And what I think is so fantastic about them is that they do, they, they're a brewery that really focuses on their food game. Yeah, they have a professional chef in their kitchen, professionally trained, formally trained, and they their pretzel and their beer cheese and their mustard, they're made with, this is kind of like jumping back to the food portion, but, but so we talk about um, Wicked Barley Brewing in episode 51, and we actually had them sit down the leadership in the brewery sit and, down and walk you through a flight right walk us through a flight a general manager and um someone that i just had messaged back and forth through social media luckily yeah was able to arrange the whole thing and i can tell you they their mead game is super strong i really enjoyed that blueberry blossom mead Yes, mm -hmm. uh, you would think that's going to be really strong on the blueberry. It's not. It's uh, just a whisper of, of blueberry. Yeah. But it, it, the fact that they're doing a mead from blueberry blossoms, I mean, come on. How crazy is that? A delightful. Mm -hmm. But wait. Uh, yeah. There is more. I mean, they had, we had a whole, we had a whole flight and that's really great. But then also I wanted to throw in a, a non-alcoholic one. Yes. That we had, um, when we visited Southern Swells, right next door is mini bar donuts and coffee. And this place is doing one of my favorite coffee drinks that we've ever done on the show. It's a cereal milk latte. They do cereal milk lattes. So you go in, it's like, oh, I want a latte, but I want it with like fruity pebbles. Was this milk. a fruity fruity pebbles or was this cocoa puffs well, that we did? I did cocoa puffs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they had, I think, fruity pebbles, um, maybe like a Cap'n Crunch. So they basically soak the, the recipe or they soak the, the cereal in the milk and then they strain it. And then that's mm -hmm. what they're making these coffee drinks out of. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, so that's all I'm saying is... And speaking of Southern Swells... I did um, maybe mention them a little bit earlier because I had them on the brain. Yes, because um, there's Southern Grounds Coffee, which Southern, is so great by the beach, and then Southern Swells Brewing up there that we credit, along with Greg at Nice Guys Pizza here locally, for schooling us 
in the ways of IPAs. Yes, uh, we got an excellent lesson from our friends here at Southern Swells on the differences that hops make in IPAs and actually really opened our palates Mm -hmm. to exploring some new options where we would normally turn maybe turn our attention elsewhere when we saw ipas on the menu oh yeah yeah back to intuition ale works oh yeah i just wanted to throw in this is the this it wasn't just the dungeon and dragons homage but no they have plenty of beers plenty of beer offerings so so this is kind of out of order sorry that's okay (laughs) and then last but not least we're going to close out the drink portion here with a cocktail the dusty boot from the black sheep it's a bourbon beverage um (laughs) what can i say about the dusty boot except you want one uh, yeah here old forester bourbon simple syrup lime lemon jerry thomas bitter smoked sea salt and a cracked black pepper rim a cracked black pepper rim which you can tell in the picture So, but anyway, it's delightful. It's amazing. If you're a bourbon drinker, try it. Cannot recommend it enough. So the point of all of this was to give you guys a bit of a a walk down memory lane for us. Mm -hmm. Some things that we experienced when we were at the Donna over the last three years. Yes. Things that we are going to miss this year Mm -hmm. uh, and things that we are looking forward to in addition to exploring new stuff. Oh, yeah. Next year Mm -hmm. when we go for the in-person Taco Lou, did she say? We were told Taco Lou. And the Lemon Bar. Back to the Lemon Bar. Mm-hmm. We realized that we'd actually been to the Lemon Bar. After it's like, was that thinking that place by the beach after the... Was it? It was. So, yes, we've been there, but we need to... We may have been too exhausted well, after that, the race. That and we were also seated... It was very busy, and we got seated right next to the DJ booth, right it next was, to the speaker. It was super loud. And my because tinnitus was not having that. We were we were late to the party, so it was. It's always a challenge at a popular place to find seating. Yes. So there it is. Susie Beck is in for 2022. I can't wait. We are super excited. I think we we have a a few people that are maybe planning in the future should the races return in 2022 for a runcation nation meetup meetup i think that's got to happen but in the meantime yes we talked about joining our team Mm -hmm. please head over to the website runnydrink.net slash donna check that out pick your distance Mm -hmm. whether it's 0.0 miles or 150 110 110 miles yeah or something in between pick your distance you've got all that time to run those miles you're supporting an amazing organization you're supporting these families who in in some cases like she she talks about in the interview are having to choose between their cancer treatment or rent for the month or go into the grocery store and they shouldn't have to do that and the donna foundation has secured over three and a half million dollars in funding for these families to help them out and And the need is even greater this year after 2020 so and heading into this year we hope you'll consider joining our team and helping us support the donna foundation we are excited to do it next year we're going to be even more excited to do it back in the jacksonville beaches area with you guys oh yes here's hope and fingers crossed 
we will be toasting, completing a marathon or half or an ultra or not an ultra where i mean unequivocally say i am not we might have ultra runners on our team i don't know we might have an ultra run and we will support you ultra runners Uh uh-huh we'll be out there we'll be your cheer squad Mm -hmm. we'll be cheering you on from the deck at at post tavern or or the lemon bar or somewhere like that and we'll toast you when you cross the finish line yes yes but you know what that means I know we are going to be wrapping this episode up for this week. Yes. Next week. What do we got planned? What's Uh, coming up? I think we got something special coming, don't we? We have another interview. And I know that I teased and that we recorded a very special interview last week. Mm -hmm. We are still in the middle of processing and editing that because that man gave us so much of his time. And you have said who it is. Bart, yeah, so... The mayor of running. Was amazing. And we're going to be sharing that with you guys. Yes, but I needed a little bit more time. And we also needed to ramp up our team. Yes. For the Donna. Because, I mean, registration ends on the 14th, so. Yeah, it's time to, to get out there. we got to get it get done. On the, get on the team. Get going. Yes. We are super excited. Yeah. So, so Bart's, I believe, will be... Um, coming in february after we get everything together and next week we will get back to tools that you can use that support you in your running journey and your healthy eating like we have been doing it since the beginning of 2021 so stay tuned for that indeed so for now oh you're, you're, oh, re- yeah, yeah. you're reading Sorry. a comment <laughs> I'm so sorry. Amy's like, Jennifer's like, in the Jennifer's Ultra in Marathon the chat. Slow Club. Anyway, I was just getting excited by people in the chat. And really, thank you for tuning in on the live while we recorded the show. We can't thank you all enough for your support. And we can't thank you enough for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you listen to us. We are super thankful. We are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.